Southeast Radio's Morning Mix. Chat, news and your views. Morning, Alan. So, Lisa, once again, we're here on, I suppose, heading into a week. And just as a matter of interest, how do you think the the county is faring at the moment in in January of this year? How are we doing in terms of a general overview? Are you happy with the progression of things? I think we've gotten off to a good start. Um, We didn't, like, uh, what I found this Christmas was that as soon as we came back to work, everything just started back up straight away. So I think people are up and running and looking forward to the year and being positive. And I would encourage everybody to be positive. There is a lot of negativity out there. There's a lot of people suffering, but we have to to, you know, do our best and um, everybody work towards a common goal of getting on with it and trying to strive to be, yeah. you know, to, to be better than we can be. Now, I saw you at Council Chamber at the last meeting. I wasn't talking to you and I haven't spoken to you since last year. So I was just wondering, like for you, what would you see as the, as the key areas? Because I'm going to get on to the Greenway and the Railway now mm. in just a second. But apart from that, where do you think are the key areas, the key areas of growth? You must have been enthused by what you saw uh, down in, in, in uh, with Nolan's Transport and, and their new logistics centre. Things like that are important to the county, aren't they? Well, they are. I mean, we are looking at, I suppose, a, a mini boom in Rassler Harbour surrounding Brexit and surrounding the growth that that has um, brought on. Um, and that then is a, a, a tide that lifts all boats and that the people and logistics... Um, all of that can assist um, in, 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 I suppose, strengthening the economy. Um, but to answer your question, I mean, it's housing, housing, housing and health, health, health. The two H's, I mean, they're the two main issues that are, are, are facing us here in Wexford and uh, nationally, no doubt. Um, but I, I really do feel that provision of housing, I mean, we saw yesterday the Minister announcing that there were 27,000 houses built last year uh, and now the figures are looking in terms of projected of growth that we need 67 so you know we're never going we're always going to be playing catch up but I'm very enthused by the amount of younger people who are looking at going into trades and um, I mean one of the, the big obstacles is is yeah. people you know they're the biggest resource we have and getting people into these uh, businesses and into trades that, that can be of assistance to the, the construction industry Yeah because I was at the career guidance in, in St Peter's College and I spoke to Michael who's involved in apprenticeships and he was telling me there is a more of a, an interest in apprenticeships but there needs to be a lot more, isn't it? There does need to be a lot is more. Is there a stigma attached sometimes to apprenticeships even still, Lisa? Possibly, but you know, I think it's, it's changing. It's changing hugely. I was at, I was outside, actually. I picked my son up from that, that said same career night in, in Peters and he came into me and whereas he's not amazing with his own, his hands in that regard, he said a huge amount of the chaps mm. in his ear were very, very interested in pursuing it. So I think it's a good thing. Mm. Uh, it's something where you can have a, a great income and um, you know, a good healthy life as well. You know, yeah. so. Okay, so, so how housing is the priority for you and health housing, and just absolutely. like what are you dealing with mostly in, in rural Wexford in your in your area about health is it dental or what is it is it trying uh, to get GP, a doctor GPs GP and, and healthy absolutely and, and you know it often strikes me we we're talking about apprenticeships there and getting more people into apprenticeships there's a huge amount of children uh, students each year looking to do medicine why can't we look at increasing the, the number of spaces available to train more doctors and hmm. um, we're, we're not retaining them and that's another thing we need to look at but the whole thing in health has, has been like banned around from minister to minister over the years, it's not really getting any better, maybe slightly better, but it, I suppose when you look at the whole thing about an All-Ireland and um, whether or not border polls etc, I think one of the biggest yeah. things, one of the biggest fears in the North in relation to an All-Ireland, Ireland let's say was our, 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 our medical services, so we do need to look at how we're going to bring that up to best practice and, and, and yeah. fast, you know, fast yeah. because yeah. people are suffering. A lot of people lost out over Covid, um, there were a lot of people who got unnecessarily sick over COVID and 
you know, it, that's all going to end up possibly in the courts, you know. So the point system also has to be looked at because again, yeah. referring to that, it's, it's unrealistic. Speak, speaking to Martin Breen from Breen Sham, uh, uh, Bramley and O'Shea yesterday, and he said, uh, like, the points to be a vet, hmm. just under five hundred, I think. Uh, no, it's, I think it's six twenty-five. Oh, is it? Uh, yeah, oh, sorry, like yeah, it's just closer full. to six hundred. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, got, yeah, I got it right. Yeah, yeah, you got it right. I got it wrong. It's close to six hundred, isn't it? Yeah, to be a vet, it is. You know, um, and there are so many people with a great vocation for uh, caring for medical um, interest and science and stuff like that. And we should be encouraging them in and not saying to them, you know what, you didn't get full marks in your leaving cert, so you can't do it. Yeah. All right. Now, let's get on to the big talking point Mm. then, the Greenway and the railway. Where do you you stand in all of this? Like we've heard from uh, Joe Ryan yesterday. We heard from Jim uh, Moore. Were you surprised by Jim Moore's uh, outburst? Were you at the council meeting when he I said that? I was at the council meeting. No, I think Jim is he's pretty much on the ball. I mean, he calls it as it is. Usually in more judicious language, but nonetheless, he's he's well capable of being succinct yeah. and, and uh, uh, very good at the one-liners. So he was think. succinct on this occasion? Uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, all right. Um, no, I, I, my view is that we need to stop talking about this... All Ireland Rail Review. It will. We have no control over when the All Ireland Rail Review is going to be announced. Mm. Um, I think the minister went into the doll. He gave some of his own personal views. We don't know are they the views that are in the report. Obviously, he's seen the report. Or equally, we don't know are they just his own views. We don't know anything. And mm. anything else other than that is just pure aspirational speech, really. Yeah. Um, what he's what Aaron Rod Aaron want. What Irish Rail want is they want. Um, the railway left open and they're lobbying very hard for that but people need to be clear on what they're talking about they're talking about freight only they're not talking about a passenger line they're talking about freight only and the second thing that would entail and be involved in that is the the, the, um, the a huge um um, advancements and investment in Rossler you report mm. where we would see low low as opposed to row row roll on roll off is the current business of Rossler you report uh, low low is where it's lifted on lifted off so that would need huge investment there so we're talking at best 10-15 years down the line now what I would be very worried about is um, in the council I think we, we did put all our eggs in one basket I think we did concentrate very very strongly on the southeast greenway being the greenway for Wexford yeah. but we in the Rossler district have now moved on from that point. We're kind of fed up of it. So we're this year, um, the, Ross, the the Greenway from Rosslare Strand to Rosslare Harbour uh, will go to planning yeah. um, and hopefully it'll be constructed next year. The Wexford to Rosslare Strand um, portion of that Greenway um, will hopefully go to planning at the end of this year for construction maybe a little bit later. It's very important that we get these projects off the ground now because this government has made a huge amount of money available for for, for cycle lanes and for greenways, etc. And what we in Rosslare would kind of hope to see will be a greenway from Rosslare Harbour into Town, also from Kilmore Key to Bridgetown, that one is at a very, very, that's under the ORIS funding, but that's under, a, you know, that is already gone to Where are these at the moment, Lisa? So are, the, they at, are they at any development stage? Yes, they are, it, yeah? they are, and that's the point that people need to understand. They are. The Rosslare to Rosslare Harbour one is going to planning permission very shortly, hmm. right? The route has been selected for the Wexford to town to Rosslare Strand 
portion of that, okay? Mm, yeah. And that hopefully will go to planning early next year, the end of this year, that sort of time frame. What we need to ensure is we keep the pressure on the, the officials in Wexford County Council and get those applications in now because the government has said that the funding is there. Mm. Um, it was the, the Rosslare District who told special projects in Wexford County Council to go back to TII. They're, the TII are the people responsible for the funding, okay? Mm-hmm. And we told them, go back and ask, can it be split up? And you know what they did? They said, they, they said, I said, yes, we will split up the funding. So you can do the bit from Rossler Strand to Rossler Harbour and then go on and do the bit into Wexford Town. And in the meanwhile, what I have asked the director of um, our district to do is to go to special projects in Wexford County Council and see, can we then link up the part from Killinick to Bridgetown? Okay, mm. and then in time, maybe go on to Bridge, to Wellington Bridge. So this isn't always about following a railway line. It's it's an easy option. It's a lazy option. So you can do both. You can do both. Yeah. And as a somebody, Alan, and I, maybe you've been on the, the Waterford Greenway yourself, but I've yeah. I'm not an amazing cyclist. Now I can get out and have a slight. Uh, I've my, been on it once. Have yeah. you? Yeah, yeah, I've been yeah. on it twice, three times. But uh, the time I went down to to Dungarvan, I was wrecked by the time I got down there. You know, this um, is more a destination thing yeah. I'm talking about where people will come to Wexford and stay and maybe they'll go around the various different greenways uh, on a cycling holiday instead yeah. of the, the kind of big long haul that you have to do from getting to, um, to, to from well hopefully from New Ross are you saying Lisa it shouldn't be a battle between the, those who, who want the railway and those who want exactly. the greenway exactly it's not, they're not mutually exclusive they're absolutely not and we can yeah. certainly look in could time, they work hand in hand together they can work hand in hand together and we need to get on with building greenways we are behind the curve now thankfully this this year we will see the bit from Neurostica more opened please God sometime later this year and that's going to be six kilometres of Greenway in Wexford big deal I can hear your listeners saying mm-hmm. however we are behind the curve and we need to get on with it we cannot wait any longer yeah. for an either or situation to arise with railway we have seen in Dublin where they dug up the tram lines years ago and then they put them back mm-hmm. you know let's park this up a siding for the moment let's mm-hmm. park it up a siding and leave it and let the let the yeah. diplomacy take place this All-Ireland Strategic Report cannot be released until such time as there's an executive in place in, in, north of, in the north of Ireland. I just want to bring some comments that came in late into the programme yesterday and you happen to be the councillor in studio looking at this issue this morning. A Greenway says this listener would only provide part-time jobs in coffee shops and bike rentals during the summer. A councillor from the district should be supporting opportunities for proper job growth at Rossler Port. What kind of councillor doesn't want jobs in their district? Now that wasn't geared towards you because you I weren't know. here yesterday but uh, no other Greenway has a Europort at the end. Um, what's your response to something like that? I think they're, they're probably correct. I mean, if if we're talking about strategic development of Rossler Europort, wind energy, mm. it's a no-brainer. Mm. The, the railway line has to be left open. And if that is true, well then let's do it. But if we're talking about 21-23 as opposed to 2023, that's a different story. Yeah. You know? Um, so I would be very disappointed if all this hype uh, surrounding the, the reopening of the, 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 the line um, if in 50 years time I probably won't be around, but in 50 years time if that railway line is still lying idle, disused as it mm. is now that would be a very huge disappointment but absolutely, anybody is go- everybody is going to support the strategic development of the jewel in the crown, as Councillor Carthy calls it, of our of our uh, district, which and our county and our our province and maybe even our country, which is Rossler Europort, is vitally important. But what we see here is the the Europort itself, yeah. CIE, trying to set the agenda. 
I have been calling for an independent port authority down there for a long time and I still call for it and I think this is one of those great examples where we see it's absolutely necessary because we have to have a separation between rail and freight but what but but if any international port is going to grow it does need services and that includes rail services right so but then again you're not diluting the greenway because you're no, separating both absolutely of them. i don't um, see what they're, they're, they're different funding streams paul says freight will travel by road because it is uneconomical by rail in ireland the longer it takes to implement the greenway the longer it takes to see tourism benefits so uh, reading between the lines i think paul has definitely prioritized the greenway he believes that freight traveling by road is uh, freight will travel by road because it is non-economic. He believes rail is uneconomical for for, well, for travel. Look, I don't know about that. I think that um, if in an ideal world, I think um, it will be wonderful to see the, the reopening of the rail. But I, I look, it's so long down the road. We haven't seen the report to a degree. We're navel gazing here. As I say, let's park in railway terms. Let's park it up a siding and let's concentrate on building the greenways that we can build. And what I, I what we in the Worcester district are doing is we are going to build a greenway regardless of whether it's it's on um, wherever it, it is, and we have yeah. we've done a lot of work, and we've pushed it very, very hard um, from Rossler Harbour to Rossler Strand and onwards into Wexford Town, uh, from Bridgetown to Kilmore. Those are all ones that are in the pipeline. What we want to try and do then is in time. Uh, connect that uh, between Kalinic, Bridgetown and maybe on to Wellington Bridge and then it'll be up to the other districts to look at um, maybe bringing that on to, to Feather to, or into, to the Hook or up to Enniscourt or wherever as the case may be. Yeah. But from from our perspective we are going to build a Greenway. And what about the, the, the comment raised there and, and we kind of moved away from it I'll come back to see can I get an answer from you on it. The Greenway could only provide part-time jobs in coffee shops and bike rentals. Yeah. And, and that comment that the councillor should be supporting opportunities for proper jobs growth at Rossler Port. I mean, you've stated quite clearly, you, you firmly believe the future of this county, a lot of it depends on Rossler Port, yeah. but in relation to part-time coffee jobs... And mm, well, I don't agree. I mean, it's an all-season thing um, being on a greenway. I mean, I, I know, I can remember the first time I went down to Kilmac Thomas on the Waterford line um, just after it had been opened. It was only open a couple of weeks, and I can remember going into the uh, the pub. It was a pub stroke shop down there, a bit like the one up in Raheen Duff, and uh, I could he was like the guy in Frozen when winter came back selling, uh, you know, he was so happy. So, you know, no, I think that, look, when you go into Dungarvan, it's like being at a ski resort. It's full of energy. It's Mm. full of uh, people who are healthy. They're out. So you reckon this could work 24-7 all year round? I mean, look at in Wexford, we've got a flat terrain as well, by and large. I mean, it's something that it is a no-brainer. It's it's not going to be something that's so difficult for cyclists either. I think it's something that could, we we could be, given the way we're, we're talking about developing it in Rosslare anyway, yeah. I think it could be a destination, tourist uh, destination, which could you know, have a huge benefit to everybody. Uh, Councillor Carty was in studio here with me earlier this week. He wasn't feeling overly optimistic and according to a newspaper report in the People newspaper this week as well, he estimates that the Wexford County Council has spent hundreds of thousands of consultants to get the Rosslare to Waterford Greenway to planning stage, the stage that was at prior to be shelved pending the outcome of the rain. Now he did clarify that, he reckoned about 50,000 I think is what he said to mm. me. What happens to that money that's gone into this? Well, look, as I said, that work is done. Um, we can't control what's going to happen. If Rossler Report develops the manner in which people are hoping that it will, that's mm. very small money in comparison to what we can gain from a strategic development of the port. Got to get a summary for me on all of this. You've covered a lot of issues here. Where is all this going to end up? 
Well, it's going to end up very soon, I hope. Within three or four years, we're going to have a greenway in the Rosslair district. That's going to be the envy of the island of Ireland. Simple as. Simple as. And, uh, you know, the other greenway may happen, it may not. Um, but we have to stop talking about it. We have to concentrate on the ones we can do. There's a great bit of noise now about going from Rosslair to, to Mine. Sorry, from yeah. New Ross to Mine. And, you know, when the, the motorway is built, um, there will be s- sufficient room on the old road, the own, old N11, to run a greenway up that to Enniscorthy. So there are plenty of options out there. We don't have to be fixated on this one option. Yeah. Um, there are plenty of other options there. We're heading into the weekend, so let's finish on a very positive note. I happen to be there twice in the last couple of weeks with my daughter when she comes down from Dublin. We go there for a cup of tea. I'm talking about Johnstown Castle mm. and the major developments there. I mean, let, let's look at something positive. It really is thriving at the moment. The new canteen facilities, a lot of work got in there, Lisa. Maybe you'd like to just get that message out that if people are looking for something to do over the weekend and they haven't been there for quite some time to visit, Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, this is in my home parish, uh, Alan. So obviously, yeah. it's very it's taken wonderful with us. Yeah. It's wonderful, a wonderful amenity, a wonderful asset. And um, I would encourage people if you just want to go for a cup of coffee, you want to go for a walk. It's dog friendly. Um, it's got a beautiful playground there as well for children. And it really is somewhere you can go to think, to yeah. you know, repose. And or if you're to bringing meet a friend, someone into the county, friend. I know we talk uh, we, and we mm-hmm. champion all other parts of the county as well, like Dungan'stown and 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 New Ross and these places. But this one. I think needs a little mention because I'm really taken by it and the developments that I've got into it it's a joy to see isn't it and, and, and the occasions I've been there the place was packed with visitors Yeah it's doing very very well and fair play to the team out there they really are doing enormous work um, mm. it should be it's obviously something that we should be supporting we are supporting and I even see for local people they go and meet their friends there just for coffee they might not go in around the park but they'll just go to the coffee shop yeah. and in the mornings it's, it's something that um, people seem to be meeting there it's a place to meet people and um, yeah. sit back and relax and you know it's it's in my DNA anyway so I'm going to support okay. it Final question realistically when do you think we'll be on our bicycles on the Greenway cycling up and I down would it? hope that myself and my fellow councillors will be on a Greenway next the begin 2025 subject to re-election of course um, 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 heralding um, a wonderful new era for Wexford Tourism South East Radio's Morning Mix Chat, news and your views Alan Corcoran